Hello and welcome back to the Sitting on My Bed podcast. My name is Simcha Klein, and I did something I haven't done in a while, which was I went a little bit extravagant for myself. Um, you know, with the added stress of um the winter semester and you know the two jobs and the tutoring and everything else. Um, I decided to treat myself a little bit, and I bought a Nintendo Switch Lite. I didn't need the whole thing because I don't have a monitor to play on like the the docking section or, or setting um so I bought myself a light and I bought myself uh Pokemon Brilliant Diamond um now I'm not the biggest um person like I'm like the biggest fan of the Pokemon franchise I mean I like the games and you know I think they're fun um and you know they're a part of my childhood both the TV show and very peripherally the card game and the the games when I could get my hands on them, um, which most of the time I'd go into my friend's house. Um, but it's, I'm not like someone who spends hours and hours, you know, I'm not competitive with it. I'm not professional with it. I am not, um, in that sort of realm mythos. So to be playing the full game for the first time in a long time and, you know, admittedly having to Google some things, um, it was just very, common like, I felt like there was so much that I was missing because there, there are a lot of hidden areas and and places you're meant to go back to and explore in your own time and and you know like hidden lore throughout but I was just trying to you know progress with the story of the game you know the main idea to catch these creatures and and uh you know battle with them and make your way through the the region um collecting you know eight gym badges along the way you know gyms are um the the town's competition and then eventually you get to the region's competition blah 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 um and I wasn't you know trying to stack my team a specific strategic way I was just going with ones that worked like there was one that in particular that I have a very fond childhood memory of and even though it may not be the strongest creature it's still on my team um, you know, there are ones that look cuter than others and ones that, you know, are meant to be more beautiful than others and ones that just look cooler. Like, I'm very much a casual player. Um, this is also the first time in a long time that I've played a full game all the way through. Um, you know, it's not something I do very often. Um, I can't remember. The last time I played a game all the way through must have been sixth grade. So you're talking a decade ago? No. Nine years, almost a decade ago. You're talking nine years ago. That's when I played a game all the way through. So, which is, you know, crazy, I think. Um, but, I don't know, it's just very relaxing at the same time. Just like, you know, you're missing out on this and you're missing that, blah, blah, blah. Um, this past week was the school dinner I mentioned. Um, it was nice, it was pretty, you know, it wasn't so, such a big to-do, um, and the same date happened to be my half-birthday, which means I'm now less than six months before my 21st birthday, which, you know, it's gonna be, like, the last big birthday for a while, um, not that I am, you know, I, I don't look at it poorly, that, you know, oh, 22 is not as special as 21, or 23 is not as special as 21. I don't know, it's just another year. 
But at the same time, like, 21 is definitely an exciting idea, especially because my birthday falls out on a Sunday, so I don't have work, I don't have school, it's during the summer, like, I don't have to worry about any of that. Um, but I also realized that 2021, for all of its faults, was the year where my mental health was the best it's been in probably about a decade. Um, like, the earliest I remember recognizing that I had some mental-emotional health problems was probably, like, sixth or seventh grade, you know, it was, like, the height of my parents' divorce and, and, you know, starting puberty and, um, you know, all the hormones that go along with that and, you know, just dealing with, like, having a more mature mindset and a more intelligent mindset of the things that I had been dealing with for some time before then, like, being able to recognize it only kind of made it worse. Um, and I want to say, like, 15, 16 was where I was at my lowest and also the point where I started bouncing back. Like, it took me getting to my darkest to start going better. Like, I don't think it was on purpose, but, you know, it just happened to be really quickly one right after another. Um, I remember that, you know, I was a very angry person and a very, you know, depressed person. Um, and at one point, like, I was taking my anger out on my teacher, you know, disliking him and, and just his, you know, general kindness, um, you know, like, oh, it was faux kindness, he's trying to get all like, he's goofy, he's, he's immature, whatever, and, like, at one point, right before midwinter, someone says, why do you hate our teacher so much, and I stopped, and I couldn't give a solid answer, because there was no reason for me to hate him so much, all he'd ever been was kind to me, and it was, like, over that winter break, I, like, I came back from winter break, and my mental health started improving because I realized that my dislike towards him was just misplaced anger and misplaced sadness and misplaced sense of lostness, of being lost. This teacher happens to be one who I still keep weekly contact with. He was also honored by the, um, the, the elementary school dinner. But it was that hitting that rock bottom and bouncing back and slowly and surely, my mental health started climbing. You know, there have been peaks and valleys, obviously. But within the past year, it's really improved. And I'm thankful that it never got to such a dark place where I took drastic action against myself. Um, and I think that a lot of this could have been avoided if I had gone to therapy when I was younger, um, as was suggested to me, but as I vehemently declined. Um... Because I wasn't in therapy, yes, it took me a lot longer. But I can also say that I can trust myself to get myself out of any bad situation. Maybe not in the healthiest way, maybe not the quickest way, but I know I can do it. Which sounds both like self-sabotaging and boasting. Like, oh, I'm so good. I don't need therapy. And at the same time, I definitely need therapy. Like, it sounds like I'm bragging about being able to hurt myself. Which, thankfully, again, I never physically hurt myself. But, I don't know. Maybe maybe this is just good for me. Or maybe I'm in denial. Um, But maybe it's just good that I'm allowed. I can say to myself, I'm happy with myself. I'm happy with my life. And I'm happy with the way 
in which I approach certain situations. And maybe that's enough. And maybe it's enough to say that it's enough. You know, like, maybe you don't also need that extra step. Maybe you do, but maybe there are also people who don't. And that's okay. Like, there can't be one thing that's right for everybody. Therapy is a great tool and not enough people are using it. And, you know, mental health is a discussion on which we are woefully ill-advised and ill-prepared to speak about. And, you know, we like to shove it under the rug and the social stigma and everything. I'm a huge proponent of therapy, which, again, you know, obviously is a lot easier said than done. But maybe not everybody needs it, you know? Like, A, clearly some people are therapists. I, you know, I, I know that some therapists are in therapy, but maybe not all of them are. And at the same time, it's like, well, maybe not everybody needs it. Um, it was like, once we started talking about ADHD and OCD and autism and um, any other neurodivergencies, a lot more people were um, open about it. But you also saw a lot of incorrect diagnosing, both self-diagnosing and diagnosing other people. And that's dangerous. Information is a great tool, but can also be dangerous when in the hands of the uninformed. I know I said that information in the hands of the uninformed. That doesn't make sense. No, it's when your information is a mile wide and an inch deep that you get yourself and other people in trouble. So maybe therapy is a great tool and should be widely available. However, maybe not everybody needs it. You know, it's like, like wheelchair ramps. You know, like, you, there should be wheelchair ramps everywhere. Every building, every street corner, every place where any able-bodied person can go, there should also be wheelchair ramps. But not everybody needs a wheelchair ramp. You know, people who are able-bodied, and I apologize if that's not the correct terminology, um, but people who don't need wheelchair ramps can just function without them but there should still be wheelchair rooms for those who need them same thing with therapy those who don't need therapy can function without it but those who need therapy should have it readily available i apologize for um the length of last week's episode um it went a little long i don't generally time these things i mean using the anchor app it it records it times it automatically for you um but at the same time, it's like, I don't know, it's generally about 20 minutes. You know, it's long enough for me to talk about whatever topic I want to without going off the rails you know, too much or without, you know, being able to properly convey what I'm trying to say and the meaning of what I'm trying to say. Um, but I think also subconsciously, you know, I know that I haven't taken a break in a long time. And, you know, there are plenty of people who don't take breaks ever, you know, because burnout's a real thing. But I think I'm, I feel like I have a feeling that there's going to be a break coming soon. Um, I don't think, today is the, today is January 8th when I'm recording this, which would make next week January 15th. So there should be an episode on the 15th. You know, I could talk about the midterm I gave my students. Um, but the 26th. I think there was still, oh no, I don't think there will be an episode the 22nd or the 29th. So that's two weeks in a row that I don't think there will be episodes. Um, I'm going on a little bit of a hiatus. Um, I'm doing a bunch of babysitting. I'm 
just going to be completely running around, even over the weekend. So it'll be difficult for me to um, put, record and put out episodes and have a clear mind when I'm doing this. Um, first, I am to babysitting for um, one of the teachers in elementary school. I happen to be an old teacher of mine. Her, she has a daughter and two sons. The daughter is studying abroad, and she's going to visit the daughter. Um, so her sons are in seventh grade and ninth grade, tenth grade. 10th grade, I think. Um, so, like, they don't really need much hands-on babysitting. They just need someone in the house. You know, someone who can drive them to and fro. Someone who can, uh, you know, know whether or not to call 911. Someone who can cook dinner. Like, they're not little kids. They just need someone. They just need a living, breathing adult in the house. Um, and I'm doing that for a week, uh, from a Saturday night to a Tuesday morning, I believe. And then that night, that Tuesday night, I'm going to babysit for the family. I've talked about before, um, where I babysat for a week, you know, it's two, it's twin second graders, a seventh grader and a ninth grader. And I'm doing that from Tuesday evening through the next Sunday evening. So that's a full week of babysitting between two separate families. Um, that being said, then, yeah, the 22nd and the 29th, neither will have new episodes, um, which means that the following Saturday night, oh, so I guess for you guys, it'll be the 23rd and the 30th, so that means that the following, um, Sunday, which would be the 6th, I think, I think that'd be February 6th, I would, A, talk about the whole babysitting thing, and B, talk about the semester of college that started that past week. Um, because college starts, the spring semester, the spring semester starts Friday, January 28th. Um, so that'll be a good double episode, I guess. I mean, I can't imagine the babysitting would be very incredibly eventful. Um, the spring semester would probably be more interesting because it definitely, especially being back on campus. Um, but yeah, so the 23rd and the 20 and the 30th of January. So January 23rd and January 30th, there will not be new episodes. Um, it'll be a two week hiatus. I wish I was going on vacation, but no, I'm actually just going to do other jobs. Um, I thought about, I thought about recently, like what would happen if I moved or what would happen if, you know, I just got busy, like tutoring was never meant to be my career and I don't think it's going to be my career like am I still gonna be tutoring when I'm 40 it's not unheard of but like it's like petty cash I mean it's not nothing like I'm making think like thank god you know I'm tutoring every day of the week besides for Friday and Saturday I'm tutoring Sunday Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday so I'm pulling in some nice money from that um obviously I'm gonna have to cancel that whole week um, for, from the babysitting, but, like, I don't know, it's not really my main goal, like, I realize that even though I consider myself a high school teacher, right, high school teaching is my career, that's what I consider my primary job, I work four times the amount of hours in the elementary school, but I still think of that as my secondary job, like, I make four times the money, and I'm working four times the hours, but 
I, in my head, I'm still prioritizing one over the other. Like, I don't know, like, like, to another person, it would be like, oh, so you work in elementary school, and then you also teach high school. And I'm like, no, I teach high school, and I work in elementary school. Like, it's like, I don't know, it's, I mean, to an outsider, I wonder how they see me. Am I an American Jew, or am I a Jewish American? Because I see myself as an American Jew. I am a Jew, first and foremost, like, at my core. I'm a Jew who happens to be American. I'm not an American who happens to be Jewish. No, 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 don't get it twisted. My Jewish identity is much more important to me than my American identity. But to an outsider who sees my very American life, my very American lineage, my very American uh, culture, my very American, like, everything, they would see me as American first and then see me as Jewish. I mean, obviously, wearing the yarmulke kind of makes it difficult to ignore, but it's very, like, I don't know, it's how you present. Like, I don't wear the stereotypical Jewish garb, but that's also because that's not how I was raised. That's not the sect of Judaism in which I live. I am objectively more on the ultra-Orthodox side than on the modern or reform or conservative side. But within the ultra-Orthodox community, I'm way more to the left. I'm much more modern within the ultra-Orthodox community. Like, it's like, you're not the smartest of the idiots, you're the dumbest of the smart ones. Obviously, that's a poor analogy, because that would be comparing intelligence to religious affiliation, which is a very silly thing to do, because they're idiotic zealots, and intelligent atheists, I am, you know, it was just uh, an easy analogy, if maybe not the best one, but at the same time, I'm not ashamed of my American heritage, or my American lifestyle, or my American identity, but to me, that's not the most important part of who I am, that is not my core my core is Jewish. My core is being a Jew. Like, that's something I can't take off. I can change an accent. You know, I could pretend, I could move to London, I can renounce my American citizenship, but I can't stop being Jewish. A, because in the Jewish light, if you're born Jewish, you're Jewish the rest of your life. And B, because I could never do that. Like, I don't mind moving. I mean, I don't want to. But, like, if I had to move to London, like, someone's like, oh, I'll give you a million dollars if you move to London or Australia or some other country, you know, where I speak the language. I could do that. I could never stop being Jewish. Not for anything. And I don't want to. Like, that also has taken me a long time to come to terms with. The fact that I like my religion. Because I had a big problem with it, you know, I was struggling with my faith, my identity, and like I've mentioned before, you know, I've found um, comfort in my ignorance, but there, were, there are people who will attack me purely because I'm Jewish. The same, you know, Queens College, which is one of the most liberal schools in one of the most liberal cities, still gets swastikas written, like, graffitied on it. And there are 
liberals who hate me because I'm religious, and there are conservatives who hate me because I'm a religious Jew. Like, we get attacked from both sides. It is never easy for us, and it never will be. I mean, hopefully it will be, but chances are not. And despite all that, I am so profoundly proud to be Jewish. And I did not mean for this to go on a whole theological religious rant. Um, that'll be it for this week. I'll see you next week. And then I'm, will not you, you will not hear from me for two weeks. So after next week, it is done until February. So you can follow me on Instagram at Simcha underscore Klein, S-I-M-C-H-A underscore K-L-E-I-N, or on Twitter at Samander underscore K, S-I-M-M-A-N-D-E-R underscore K. And you'll hear from me next week for the last time for three weeks.